0: Blood Brothers Podcast, a 5 Pillars of Mad Monals production Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Dear brothers, sisters, friends and new foes out there Welcome to another episode of the Blood Brothers Podcast With your host Didi Hussein, and my co-host
1: Aki Hussain, assalamualaikum
0: Now today's podcast is a very unique, a very special podcast uh, Today's guest is someone who's very dear to me Someone who's very dear to Aki Someone who's very dear to our family someone who I've known since childhood and perhaps without throwing dirt on the guest's face one of the most inspirational individuals that I know today uh, and the reason why he his story is so inspirational is the reason why he's on today's podcast and that's my childhood friend Imraz Akhtar aka Babs salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum salam how are you doing brothers i'm good yeah good alhamdulillah you sound a bit bunged up i am i am been here all week JazakAllah for coming on. Yeah, you came through
1: on the podcast, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> no
0: I'm, problem. Bro. I'm a bit mangled as well, so uh, makes two of us. And we skipped gym today. Of course. So for those of you who don't know, Babs is also my gym partner. And uh, we, can, we can touch upon our progress later on in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Imraz, basically, um, I'm going to interchange between Imraz and Babs, yeah, depending on, on, on the nature of uh, the, the conversation. Well, uh, the, the, what? Brings that on I don't know Sometimes I call him Imraz When you are talking about More serious stuff Okay I mean it's more just On a, on a level chat It's just Babs is that, is
1: that
0: how it is? Yeah it is yeah, That is That's exactly what it is When ah, it's a more ah. serious like Imraz And then it's, when it's like Just on the level It's just Babs like, Okay uh, And Uncle Babs um, I apologise as well I'm Not Uncle Babs is actually your name But yeah. if you haven't If you don't already know this Imraz is all his little Babs And you are of course Big Babs um, Imraz look Bro I know Today's podcast uh, may be somewhat difficult for you uh, because the bulk of it will be addressing uh, an episode in your life uh, which had massive impact on you, mm-hmm. on your dean, and the person that you are today. And that was the death of your dear son, my dear nephew, Akif, who passed away last June, right? Yes. Um, but before I go into that and how it affected your life... I want to touch upon the life we lived, perhaps before uh, turning to the deen. Less so about me, mm-hmm. more so about you. <laughs> um, so, look, you know, I know that you never had a crisis in faith. For example, you never identified yourself as an atheist, or 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 you had like major problems with Islam. It was more to do with certain lifestyles and habits. Yes. 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 And would you say that those lifestyles and those habits were there post-marriage, even after Arkif was born? Yeah. And how... At the, at, so Arkif was had a, had a condition, right? What was his condition? What, what was the illness? It was a Hirschsprung's disease. What is that? Uh, basically,
2: it's a part of the intestines that didn't form the right nerves. So when it comes to digesting food, uh, it couldn't pass. Through the final stages, and was that from day one? Uh, yeah, obviously he was born. Um, they didn't realize he come. He was discharged on the same day. Actually, we we come back home, and we realized, uh, you know, that overnight, you know, he hadn't he hadn't passed anything. So we were waiting for that to happen. Obviously, mm. as you do. Mm. Um, I come to the next day where he still hasn't passed and his stomach had started to bloat a lot. and mm. uh, That's when alarm bells started ringing. We started thinking, right, something's seriously not right here. Obviously, um, being parents, me and my wife, we got very worried. So we, we started ringing up the hospital and, you know, explaining to them the situation. Uh, they just said, look, just don't worry give it give it give it another 24 hours you know uh hopefully it should be all right then uh, you know he, he wouldn't settle at all he, he was just completely crying 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 and then it come to uh a family friend um his mother came around and she's seen him and straight away she you know what she said that look this is not right you guys you just what are you waiting for you need to go Go to the hospital and, and check it out. See what's what. See what's wrong. You know what I mean. Mm. You need to definitely get this checked out. Yeah. So we went to, down to the hospital. Took him a few hours. Um, finally, they decided. You know what? Something is seriously wrong here. They called an ambulance in from Cambridge, uh, Adam Brooks Hospital, mm. and then we were sent over there straight away. I think the same the same day they operated, and uh, alhamdulillah, you know, he, he was. He was uh, doing a lot better. They obviously had to put on a uh, colostomy bag mm. on him, which uh, where he was passing from uh, For, through this bag, yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: And uh, yeah, that so, was, so that was a condition that you what was what was uh Archiv's exact age when he passed last June? He was uh. He was a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. So, and um, from what I record, you both have the same date of birth, right? We do. Yeah. Okay, So, he thir- was eighth uh, of
2: October. Eighth of October. Yeah, he was born early. He was born early yeah. and uh, fell on my birthday. Yeah. As you know, we were we had plans yeah, yeah. on that day. Yeah, we did. We,
0: we had to cancel. So actually, do you celebrate birthdays?
2: No, no, we we, we just. <laughs> We had, we had plans,
0: you know. <laughs> I, I celebrate birthdays. Okay. I just thought i let the people know. You know? Yeah, so you yeah, we back, you we a mixed bag. That's a bit of, bruv. Huh? I'm only joking. Well, I'm not, but we'll talk about it another yeah, time. Exactly it joking. I, celebrate
1: his birthday a mad one. I don't.
0: <laughs> but look, so that's a condition that mm-hmm. you and your wife mm-hmm. had to obviously endure for a year and a half. A year and a half, yeah. Um, but, you know, without shying away from the camera, mm-hmm. y- you weren't practicing during the most of that period, did you? No. But so so so, how did you deal with Akif's condition, whilst being a non-practicing Muslim, identifying as a Muslim, but whilst still having certain habits and maybe not living the lifestyle that we both once did in a previous life, mm-hmm. but still involved in certain habits. Yeah, how did how did you deal with how did you deal with it? Did you even deal with it?
2: Well, obviously, uh, we, we just went by uh, you know as usual, really, just. Uh, obviously um a lot of it fall fell down to my wife you know mm-hmm. who, was, who was his main carer you know mm-hmm. she she done most of the work you know and uh when you're when you're not practicing and you're you're just in a different world ain't you really you just you're not thinking you're not taking life seriously, so you know him having that condition, him being like that, I never really took it you know too serious you know I always thought you know what Okay. We're here in Britain. These doctors, they can do anything. They've sorted him out. He'll know. get better. He'll get better, inshallah. Yeah. As, as they always said, you know, that they would reverse this condition and, you know, hopefully he, he won't have a bag anymore and he'll be okay. So
0: let me ask you something. So, you know, during that kind of a year and a half build up to him passing, um, did you ever make dua to Allah for his shifan, for his recovery? But did you ever question yourself that I'm making du'a but at the same time man, I'm praying, man ain't on the deen, will Allah listen to my du'as? Did you ever wonder about these things?
2: Yeah, 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 it's a good question. Um, thinking back, you know, I must have made du'a but, you know, it wasn't in a, in a sense where I, I've, you know, made it continuously, you know, probably when when it first happened, yeah. But then you know, as things got a little bit better, you know, you tend to forget, and you just uh, start living life as as you were. You mm-hmm.
0: know, let me let me go. Let me now move forward with those unfortunate and and crucial days to the build up to Akif passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I got a phone call either from you or your dad, and Akif had been taken into hospital. Just tell me what happened that day that m- m- you took him to A&E. What happened? So you're talking about... The d- the day or two before he passed.
2: Okay. Well, basically, um, he come come down with a fever overnight. So, you know, he's got temperature and he's not feeling too good. Um, so this was about... Uh, this was the middle of the night, uh, just just before going to bed. So he's, he's shivering. He's not feeling good. Uh so you know, just uh we kept him in bed with us um trying to you know comfort him mm. obviously overnight he's uh he wasn't too good he wasn't sleeping well, but he he eventually went to sleep and when it come to the morning, you could see that you know what he's deteriorated he's not he's not he's not himself this is uh more than just a fever, this is something else, so straight away, we got into the car and uh instead of going to bedford, i've had obviously a lot of uh mishaps with Bedford Hospital and... Yeah, it's not bit the greatest. Hospital. It's not the greatest. Oh. So obviously local hospital wasn't the best place and he's been dealt with by people in Cambridge. So we decided to drive straight to Cambridge. Um, as we got towards Cambridge, um, you know, we could see that he he's deteriorating. You know, he's, uh, he's not looking good at all. He's shivering more and more um he you told me his face color changed his face color changed he started getting very pale yeah um this is when i was getting very scared now oh. and uh just before we got there he he uh released a lot of uh, feces you know he he mm. went and i was like whoa, this is a, a large amount and by the by, the way, uh, this time he, he had uh, his operation had been reversed, so he was no longer wearing this bag.
0: Yeah, because he had an operation not too long before that, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was a successful operation. That's right. Yeah. So he his condition had been reversed,
2: and he was back to would say like a normal yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, when he did this, it was just like such a large amount that it was everywhere only in his car seat and everything mm. so we were like you know what this is not a good sign let's just as soon as we got to the hospital quickly rushed him out and when I picked him up he he had basically just lost consciousness he was just like basically uh very not responsive yeah not responsive and very weak dead weight mm. yeah basically yeah and so we rushed him in as uh, soon as we got to see the doctors, you know, they they just had a few looks at him and they said, come in straight away. They took him into the A&E. Within, within five or 10 minutes, the whole room was full of doctors. I mean, 15, 20 of them have rushed in the room and then they just started prepping and needles and... And it was just like surreal. Like it was just like, well, what's going on here? And they straight away just ripped his clothes off and they started drilling into his knees and putting things in him. And that was it. That They're they were
0: putting adrenaline and stuff into him, weren't they? Yeah. <coughs> so I remember <coughs> me and uh, me and Nas, another friend of ours, we came and saw you. Uh, it was a very early morning. Oh. Um, I think it may have been a day, a day and a half before he passed. And in Adam Brooks, and um, you were there, mm. and I recall you were very distraught. Yeah. Um, you weren't really articulating exactly what you were feeling, mm. but I remember before I left, you said to me very clearly, Dilly, I just want him to be well. I don't want him to die. I don't want him, to, I don't want to lose him. Do you remember you saying that to me before we hugged, we parted? Yeah. So, again, j- just, I, I know there's no words that can describe those exact feelings mm. but you were you you were naturally scared and, and fearful, right? I was. I was. And it was Ramadan as well. It was. It was. So naturally, you know, you turned to Allah, I'm assuming, yes, of course. Yes. Uh but that feeling of loss or, or, or that feeling of potential loss, mm. right? Um, how did you deal with it in, in, in those moments building up to him passing? Well, To tell you the truth, I was. it was there
2: in my mind thinking, you know, uh, this could potentially be it, you know, for him. But I didn't want to believe in that, you You, know.
0: You were still hopeful. Yeah, I
2: was very hopeful. I was thinking, nah, it's not going to come to that, you know. He's going to get through this, you know. That was me thinking positive, basically. And I was thinking that throughout. Yeah. And all the way up until the point, when the doctors said to me, uh, literally, that, do you know what? Uh, there's nothing more we can do. Uh, we put him on a dialysis machine. You know, uh, his organs are failing. Um, you know, he's, he's got no... Uh, the blood's not flowing through his legs. We might have to amputate his legs. That's when I started really getting that feeling where, what, what what's going on here, hmm. you know? Then now I'm getting, now I'm getting really, really scared. Like, is this actually happening? You know, is mm. this, uh, Am I gonna go through this? Mm. You know, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to let it get to that stage. But I, I, at the beginning, I was thinking, you know what, we're in a good place, we're in a good hospital. They've always treated him well, and they've, and you know what, he's, he's always come out fine. Mm. So I, I didn't let myself believe that. You know what. He could actually be taken away. Uh,
0: and then, of course, uh, not too long after uh, them giving you that news of amputation, and mm-hmm. uh, that they got him on dialysis. And then, obviously, the, com- the I believe the cause of the death. I remember seeing the death certificate myself. The cause of death was sepsis, wasn't sepsis, it? Sepsis, that's right. Um, and when that unfortunate news broke, we were there in the hospital. All of us were there together. And um, I can tell you something, bro. Um, And I said this to you off camera as well. We've never had anyone, like our family, we've never had anyone close to us pass away. Where, obviously, Nana passed away, but he was in Bangladesh. Mm -hmm. We had a granddad who passed away a couple of years ago. But in terms of someone so close, friend or family, and then having the exposure to the the dead body, we've never had that, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So for me, bro, for me and for some of our friends, our close network of friends, Seeing you in that way uh, was very difficult for us, uh, and, and even we were thinking, or I was thinking at least, how is Babs going to deal with this? Because at the time you weren't on the dean, bro. Uh, so I was thinking to myself, how is he going to overcome this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when that news came, unfortunately, you know, your son passed. May Allah grant his soul the best, uh, may you be reunited with him in paradise. I mean, mm-hmm. when that news came, obviously. I remember you telling me Everything just happened In a snapshot Isn't it Indeed yes He passed away uh, Death certificate uh, We brought his body Back to Bedford And before you know it The next day We buried him yes. Yeah And you made the dua uh, Over our kiftini Yeah And and you were very emotional As well was not it Of course And and could you explain To me Zui Because obviously I spoke to Zui afterwards um, And there was a reason Why you felt quite We all felt Like it was some, It affected us all bro I know as a father, something that you know you mourned, and it's something that we can never ever feel or describe. But just like your immediate friends, mm-hmm. and you know we felt it, and you felt it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was and there were many glad tidings that you gave during the, the du'a. Do you remember?
1: His son, in his final breaths, he took over. How old was Ibrahim Ibn Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi He was like the age of Akif. A year and a half How amazing And the Prophet Remember Rasulullah was tested With this Such tragic difficult test That only a father will know And a mother will feel And he looked at his son Ibrahim And he said If it wasn't for the will of Allah Then I could help you But because of the will of Allah No one can stop this What's about to happen and this should give us great pleasure that this happened because allah willed it and allah only willed good for the believers and he cried until his beard was wet so allah cried he was the messenger of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he cried as well at this loss yeah yeah so um you yeah, obviously I mean, nothing's going to compare to the feeling that a father or a parent feels when if you know even when they lose uh, like a child or their child but you know obviously growing up knowing each other living together living close by family friends these kind of things and just with the circumstances you know they say you know when death is one of those things muslim or non-muslim people recognize that it's inevitable right but when you're muslim you recognize it more so because you you welcome the idea of death because you know as muslims we have this strong idea and concept of not getting too comfortable with life because of the inevitability of death, mm-hmm. you know, and the finality of life, and how the next life is life. But you can never prepare yourself for what always feels like um, a life being taken too soon. And obviously, we, we know that you know when 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 anyone passes away, that was their that was their allotted time, Allah decreed for that was the moment for them to live. They couldn't have lived longer. And they, and they couldn't have been taken sooner. That's when Allah wanted it. But, it, but the, the fact remains that as human beings, you know, we, we know. That's why we always say, oh, young. You know, someone to pass away at 30, 40. Young,
0: young. Mm. Also, also, half. also, parents never foresee outliving their par- children, isn't it? It's,
1: it's, it's like, I, I don't know. Ask you know. Of, of course not, you know. You, the, you, have, you have these
0: amazing plans, don't
1: you? You know, you, you, know, you plan
0: and... But there were certain glad tidings that you gave, from yeah. the, the Sunnah that, that you gave.
1: Yeah, so um, so after the burial, um, you know, I gave a khutbah, and and mm-hmm. to the people that were there, and at, at those moments, we we need everyone needs, but but even more so the relatives and of course the parents. They you know they need. Some inspiration, some positivity because, you know, we believe deep in our hearts That what Allah decrees for us is only ever good Allah doesn't wish bad for believers Allah wishes good for believers, always, unconditionally Um, There's lessons uh, Regardless of what the test is, how great the test is With this being the greatest of tests, right? Having it, you know, losing your child, your baby Um and, and, and the thing I want to draw draw upon the most in the khutbah was that you know Babs had a test that only the most special people in the ever since the creation of mankind have experienced, and that is prophets. Very specifically prophets. Not great not just great men or companions, specifically Ambiya a salam. Very, very specific test. You know. Um do you know anyone who's been swallowed by a big fish? No. No, it's, that's not going to happen. Prophet so that's not going to happen. And if it does, they're unlikely to survive. We're not going to see them. But the Prophet had this test. Suleiman Alayhi had this test. Ayub Alayhi had a test like this as well. And of a different variation uh, Nuh alayhi السلام Also had something similar uh, Except the circumstances were different In that his son didn't believe But the point is that the, 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 the greatest of men Have been tested with You know the greatest of tests And you know what more inspiration can you draw upon <coughs> or, hope, or hope to draw upon Than that the Prophet sallallahu You know salam. when he Held his son Qasim And whose body had passed and he was weeping, <coughs> cried. So we cry. You know the Prophet he cried. Yeah. So we cry, we be like him. He cried. So this is the Prophet he displayed Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam an emotion that is natural. You can't stop that emotion. You cry, you lose your you lose your child, you cry. So he cried and he cried until his beard was wet and, and his tears were going on to Qasim him. And he said, We weep and we cry and we are very sad at your loss. But we never ever are frustrated or uncomfortable is the best way I, I could probably uh, translate it. We are never displeased or frustrated or in any way uncomfortable with the decree of Allah Azza wa And that's very poignant, you know, with what happened. You, you know, I, 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 I could have tried to draw comfort in other ways. But, you know, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, he cried and wept. But, but, but he said that, you know, this is something I can't stop myself from feeling the way I feel But I know Allah did this for a good reason
0: And B, you know when we were, you know, with Zubi's khutbah On the day of his janazah And mm-hmm. obviously <coughs> I know myself and many others were giving Sending you hadith And sending you statements of the Prophet and, and, You know, glad tidings of uh, Akif being in a better place inshallah Being of the children of Jannah mm-hmm. And you know, and, and inshallah, will be someone who'll intercede for you as well, who, inshallah. you know, could be your ticket to paradise as well, inshallah. inshallah. Did you ever at time, like, like when he passed away to his janaza, to his burial, did you ever feel that all these things that are being told to me about, oh, you know, he's going to be of the children of paradise, inshallah, he'll be intercession for me, all the, you know, all these kind of good, you know, this happened to the Prophet, this happened to other prophets, all these things. Yeah. Did you ever feel that that's that I'm feeling what I'm feeling mm. or did you or did you actually did, did these reminders help
2: no they helped a lot these yeah? these these reminders really played a big role you know in my life they they helped me get through this this time you know especially you know thinking about how your your child is going to be waiting there uh for you and uh how they're going to uh, you know uh, Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For You know Their parents To come Into Jannah Insha'Allah. You know um, And then This is what inspired me To Work towards Jannah yeah. You know I want to see my child again mm. And This is This was This played a big Big role you
0: know? I, I would And And so obviously now Moving on to The next phase And that is obviously You turning to the deen Right And I remember When we When I was spent time with you On the day we buried him The days after I said You know We spoke about it And we said that Look Perhaps Arkiv's gonna be Inshallah Your ticket to paradise Mm -hmm. For you For your wife Uh, And And You know So work towards that And From what I recall Your Fix-up process Was Pretty much immediate Yeah Right Um. Why didn't you think to yourself, or why didn't you think to yourself, okay, fine, my son's passed away, I'm mourning, inshallah, he is of the children of paradise, inshallah, Mm -hmm. and he he will be or could be my ticket to paradise. Well, let me deal with my lifestyle, Mm -hmm. or let me deal with certain habits in a gradual way, Mm. bit by bit. I'll pray one or two salah, or I might cut down on doing X, Y, and Z. Why did you opt for an overnight change than a gradual change? Well, basically,
2: you know, uh, as I said before, you know, the thing that stuck into my head was I need to work my way towards, uh, you know, seeing my child again, inshallah. So I thought, you know, I'm not going to be waiting around for me to slowly fix up. And slowly fixing up means that Okay there's there's a chance of me uh, not fixing up. not fixing up and drifting away. Yeah. So it was just it hit me so hard that you know I just had enough. And it's not like that I was living my life not thinking about change. I was always thinking about change, True. you know. And uh, this was my opportunity. This was it. This is it. This was that sign that that hit me straight and said, "Look, what more do you want to happen mm. you know what what what's next mm. when are you going to change when are you going to turn back to allah so i thought you know what this is it this is this is just a sign for me this is a reminder for me you know stop stop whatever you're doing and turn
0: back to allah and you know did you struggle with giving up or overcoming certain habits did you did well you struggle? um Without going into
2: details. Yeah, at first, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it was a bit of a struggle. But then you just think of your son. You think, you know what, and you think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how he's, he's, he has basically uh, put you through this test and he wants to see how you do. You know, there's many people who who go through these, uh, you know, tests and, and and they don't come out, you know, to be uh successful you know they they, they don't change mm. you know and uh obviously it was it's a test for a reason you know mm. so i'll put through this test to see you know how i do and you know there's many people that say that uh people say that this could have been a punishment for you and uh, there's people who say no this is a blessing in disguise and there's two ways that people say that you know what okay how how do you know if it was if you know that you have become closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through this mm. then yes it's a blessing in disguise mm. you know so
0: i see it as that you know do you, and, and so I, I know it's sometimes so difficult to utter these words right mm. to say that the passing of my baby son was a blessing in disguise like to utter those words yeah you know if if a non-muslim had that mm. yeah or a non-muslim who has no kind of a moral compass yeah. or an understanding of the divine mm-hmm. they be like what are these not talking about the loss of your baby son being a a, a blessing in disguise unless you're getting a six figure insurance payout <laughs> we can't see what kind of blessing that is mm. do you understand that now of course I do yeah yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah I understand that and and so but but just on the on, on the issue of temptations yeah because shaitan comes to us hey? of course and especially if you were well engrossed mm-hmm. in a particular lifestyle or in particular habits how did you overcome those temptations the physical temptations obviously the spiritual the spiritual method is of copy mechanism is my son's just passed away i don't want to carry on sinning i want to meet him in paradise uh, so therefore, I'm not going to mess about anymore. Mm-hmm. But how did you deal like the, f- the 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 physical temptations of maybe wanting to do something which you which you used to do on a daily basis, or something that you used to just do off the rigs? Did you, how, or did you just soldier? It was just a, a cold turkey process. Well,
2: at first, yeah, you you know you you try and soldier, but then it's it all comes down to taqwa. Mm. You know, you got to have that fear of Allah, and you got to have the you know, uh, knowledge of, you know, just thinking, you know what, I'm gonna have to do this for the sake of Allah, Mm. no matter what, Mm. you understand? I I don't want to be on the day of judgment, you know, seeing my child there and, you know, my sins are racked up this high. And if I carry on doing this, then, you know I mean? Like I said before, these, these, uh, if I carried on and I done it gradually, could have took me back to that to that way, you know what I mean? Course,
0: and it has. We know brothers. Yeah. We know brothers yeah. who said that we're gonna cut down on certain things. Or brother, I want to stop this thing. Or brother, you know what? I'm gonna stop this. But then they start doing something else. Killing yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, we know people close to us yeah, that yeah. have tried the gradual process of reformation yeah. on, on on lifestyle and habits, and it's never worked. No. It, Without mentioning names, but we yeah. know I can't think of any success story mm-hmm. of brothers who fixed up on the gradual one. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like oh, I'm going to cut down from 10 to 15 to 3 to I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cut down from 10 to 15. <laughs> Sorry, that, cut down from fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, look, so mm. Salah. Right? Yeah. Right? Salah the praying your five prayers, right? Mm. How did that help?
2: Of course it helped a lot. You yeah. know, uh, this is uh so, this is basically you becoming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, you're you're you know You've you missed so many years of 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 praying and uh, obviously Salah is 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 a major thing you know and it brings you uh brings you cl- a
0: lot closer and uh, it helps a lot. Do you reflect on how Salah is is a fundamental part of your daily routine to perhaps? Because I think about this a lot now. Yeah. I, every other day, I think to myself, look at how we spent our time before practicing. Yeah. With no Salah. Yeah. And now. Alhamdulillah, salah plays a major role in how your daily routine plans out. I can tell you from a gym point of view, mashallah, for our views and listeners, uh, Babs is always pressing me to do gym in certain times so we can make it to salah in masjid. And sometimes we, even me as a a bad influence, I'm like, bro, we can just pray at home or we can pray together. And you're like, nah, bro, I need to pray in the masjid. So that's not prayer being the nucleus of our routine, right? Do you ever reflect about how you spent time before and how you're spending time now? Yeah, of course.
2: You know, before there was no uh, thinking of Salah. The only thing was uh, Jummah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) we've got to make it for Jummah. Uh, But um, Alhamdulillah, you know. Do Do you feel like a lot of time was wasted? Of course A lot of time was wasted 100% All the uh, times
0: we parked up Yeah At yeah, yeah. Its park Yeah, yeah. Embankment mm-hmm. Paddler's court Yeah All them times That was just
2: uh, <laughs> <you're> Thinking <laughs> back <laughs> Yeah what, what, what were you
0: doing there? Huh? It was a waste yeah. We can't go into details What we were doing
2: there But I just yeah. said a lot of time
0: Was wasted it was, waste, days, it,
2: was, it was a waste of time You know But now Alhamdulillah Everything uh... Time was <laughs> done <laughs> Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like my United player
0: Yeah <laughs> Two seconds, but I told you we're not going to go into details in this podcast about the things we used to get up to. Why did you ask mm. that for? That's why I didn't give you the option, right? Yeah, we were just wasting time in those areas, isn't mm, eh? mm, mm. Yeah,
2: but yeah, um, now my the solar plays a big role, and and you I plan my day. You know, if I'm going out of town or whatever, I want to travel at certain times just to make sure that you know what. Uh, so I can play my solar comfortably mm-hmm. when I when I get there.
0: Because life as a traveller as a Hanafi is hard, isn't it? It is hard. <laughs> it, it is.
2: It is not. It's not easy. But alhamdulillah you know we we can do it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's
0: not uh, that bad. I got a
1: good book at home. You can really
0: make things a lot easier. So look, okay. So alhamdulillah we saw your transformation. Yeah, and. Uh, your friends, your direct friends, your crew, the brothers are most closest to you. And even we used to have these conversations. Remember when I said that Babs has smashed his 40 days? Yeah. Yeah. Like We had a, like a little celebration oh, in my oh yeah. garden. Do you remember we chilled oh, out? Oh, yeah. Our friend Sumbul from Turkey was down as well. Yeah, yeah. And then just seeing your transformation had a massive impact on your friends. These are things that I've never told you, by the way. These Sorry. are things I'm telling you now. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to tell you too much. So you don't think you're too too sick either. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but I think a lot of the brothers who are already kind of practicing within our, within our friends group, we were thinking, Rob, Babs is really excelling to the extent where we're, like, Raw, were we even fully practicing. Babs is really showing us a part. yeah. Mm. Uh, so Alhamdulillah, bro, you even played a positive impact on your friends uh, because we, or at least I was worried to some extent that he's not going to be able to cope he may go back to certain habits and certain lifestyle. It's just easier to do that, isn't it? Of course. It's just easier just to like, okay, you know you know. to do what you know and to do what everyone else could. We know, brother, we have friends and family, mm. brothers who, they've had deaths in their families. They cry, they mourn, they go to the graves, they make dua, they give charity, and then they just go back to that lifestyle, right? Right. And they just zone out and pretend that, you know, it will never affect them. But mm-hmm. you didn't do that. But we were worried. I was worried mm-hmm. uh, that, you know what, Babs might go back to that. But you didn't. So you had a positive impact even on your in your immediate friends network. Then you went Umrah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. What inspired you to go to Umrah quite quite soon after your your son passed? Well,
2: basically... Um, My wife and me, you know, mainly my wife actually, she decided that look, um, we have, uh, well, me mainly have have changed my life radically, you know, and uh, she's she she basically said, look, let's let's go to Hajj. She said Hajj first, but then I thought, you know, uh,
0: we'll get to that, we we have have some other issues, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I
2: thought, look, we're not we're not ready, like, meaning financially for this, so you know, uh let's let's get ready for uh, umrah you know mm-hmm. and uh so that's it we decided you know the same year we're going to go
0: on umrah and uh let's do it and uh how was it how was making umrah how was seeing the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and 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 going and seeing the kaaba and then masjid al-nabawi and how was that alhamdulillah
2: it was it was amazing experience you know people uh, they always say you know you're going to you're going to get there and you're going to you'll feel that khushura, you're going to feel like whoa um yeah I, I did have that that feeling but um you know when you're uh, you've changed your life already and you you're practicing and you've got that all you know uh, you you've, some level of grounding yeah that's right so it, it it was good but i felt
0: as if you know this is a uh, this, I'm here for a purpose Purpose, yeah I've got certain objectives I need to fulfill Yeah Because right. we spoke that, about that isn't it? Some people come up from Hajj mm. And they say They literally I've heard this so many times We see the Kaaba and It's like, Wow mm. Right But then I've spoken to some brothers And they're like Yeah, yeah It's magnificent yeah. But we know that it's always there We pray towards it I've come here to fulfill a, f- a fard of my religion Yeah Have you seen those differences In reactions as well? Yeah, mm. definitely I think there's a, there's a distinction
1: Between uh, People knowing Why they're going there and people go in there and being like, Wow. They see in the Kaaba and it's like uh some like uh some type of world landmark.
0: Yeah. And they react to it
1: like people in Bedrah.
0: Yeah, Bedra.
1: The people of Bedra who are going to see the the, <coughs> the ruins of the Thamud But um but obviously not making that comparison, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say. You're glad what I'm trying to say obviously is that some people they go there and they have this immediate kind of physical, spiritual moment of awe mm. and then they come back and then in the same way, the balloon blew up. The balloon deflates as well. Mm. It's like, and then you know what happens after that. <laughs> uh, and oh, but yeah, people who are there, you know, they've been they've, they've they've invested their time, you know, thinking about why they want to change and how important the Deen is, and they've been praying Salah and stuff. They know that this is this is a part of my religion. I need to visit this place.
0: What about this one? I asked this question to both of you, but you first, Azri, because yeah, we've not had the honor. And the invitation yet. Inshallah, mm-hmm. Allah will give us that invitation. We make the invitation. is there. Then. We
1: haven't. We haven't responded yet.
0: So. but let me ask you, sir. How about the one where people come back and but like, we just want to live there. Even even those Muslims who gun up the Saudi regime and see them as Wahhabites and that we just want to live in Saudi. Mm. We live there, then. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but there's this, but there's this assumption, isn't it, that when you go to Umrah or Hajj. I want to just stay there. But I would humbly argue that's. They're the same one that got Makkah. Yeah. But I've also said, but that's easy, isn't it? Of course you're going to be on the deen, or it's going to be easier for you to be on the deen. When you're there. When you're there. It's going to be very difficult for you to be a Jahil, Mm -hmm. even though it's not impossible, but it's it's very difficult when you're there in Makkah, in Medina, surrounded by Islam, surrounded by uh, the monuments, the buildings, the history and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the reality is that you have to come back. Yeah. And the real struggle is there, isn't it? Well, come back to, come back to come, reality Come back to your life Your, your life, life yeah. Your home yeah. And uh, keeping up Isn't it easier to practice Islam? Like, like, it's assumed, it is. it's
1: assumed that it'd be easy to practice Islam It's like saying Try not practicing Islam When you're doing itikaf In the last 10 days of Ramadan it's mad. Try, try not to
0: Yeah. Try like I don't know Not fasting It's mad isn't <laughs> it? Did you feel that as well? At any moment in time Did you think Oh man if I could be here I I'd, I'd be so I'm much stronger. Right, so like yeah, of course, of course.
2: You are you, there, and everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, we're all going to the masjid. We're all going to pray.
0: No distractions. No
2: distractions. Obviously, we haven't got we haven't got a job there. We're not working there. We're not. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? We're not running around there. But uh, it's what you got to do there. Yeah. You've got to go and pray. And do you bad That's
1: it. Just keep washing Yeah, yeah.
0: you just you just praying. And you know, so when you got back from Umrah, not too long after, I remember we were talking about potentially uh going on some holidays. You know, we were talking about going with fat with our wives and we we're gonna go on a holiday oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. you're like, Look, nah, we're thinking about Hajj. Yeah. And at gym we used to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And then we spoke about what some of the obstacles were <laughs> for going to Hajj. Yeah. Obviously there was the financial one. Obviously. Yeah. And then obviously we were speaking about have we ever wronged anyone financially? Have we <clears throat> taken anything that's not rightfully ours? Have we harmed anyone physically? Yeah. In, basically, what is it? Hukuk al the rights of the yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah? Have yeah. we transgressed the rights of the people? Mm-hmm. And in your case, there were a couple of cases yeah. where you, you did some shenanigans yeah, back yeah. in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and I said to you that, look, Babs, if you can, you need to settle that before yeah. you go or at least have a good intention to settle that yeah uh, how did you settle one of the ones because there's one that was
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> there was one where mm. you did something mm. that person didn't know you took something that wasn't yours and that person has left Bedford yeah, yeah how did you overcome that one
2: well it, it wasn't easy it wasn't easy to uh, think about you know uh, trying to get in contact with someone that you know you've wronged and they don't even know about it do <laughs> you know what I mean uh it wasn't easy at all But you know One day I just uh, Said look I'm planning on going Hajj And I'm And I'm definitely I've made Nia. I'm gonna go Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean If Allah wills I'm gonna go So I thought look I have to come You know I have to overcome this obstacle I need to Need to get Reach out to him somehow Yeah First I was thinking Right uh, Do it anonymously You know I said that to you Yeah you gave me an option I said you I said,
0: said Why do, do you Post in Through the brother's letterbox Yeah <laughs> And just say uh, I owe you Or something yeah, like yeah, that
2: Yeah anonymously You were saying Look why don't you Contact him anonymously And say look I've wronged you in the past And uh, slip out for a letter Yeah and forgive me And, and so on
0: But you went but for the You went for the puritanical uh, Yeah option, I yeah. did
2: I thought you know what uh, I have to come clean And I have to come out In the open so
0: How did the brother respond When you approached him
2: Alhamdulillah <laughs> he, he, he took it very well You know Uh he he, he understands, you know. He understands that everyone makes mistakes in life. Did he take the pee that you owed him? Of course not. <laughs> the brother, the brother was actually uh, really down to earth. And, Maşallah. he you know, is. We know who he is. And, and uh, top he he understood, you know. He, he knows that people make mistakes, especially when you're younger. Because we're talking about. Years ago, yeah. you know, and, 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 and to people who's thinking that oh, I was younger and this, that, and the other, that oh, that doesn't really matter. No, it does, yeah, yeah, you know, you gotta remember things, you gotta try and dig out everything yeah. you've done, yeah. you know. So, uh, alhamdulillah, it went well. You oh, know? Were there any others? Of course, yeah, there were others, you know, of course, we, there we. were, they, <laughs> but you know what, I can say there were others, but not as many as yours. Okay,
0: yeah, is. <laughs> why is it now coming? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's part two Would be you sitting there <laughs> Yeah, yeah See how many things you post. Where did that love blog come from, Papa? Yeah. No, no We, we, were, we talk, know, were talking We were talking he just posting
2: No, no We're talking about myself But, right. you
0: know You said, you know I had a few But, yeah I got to Okay, fine yes. Yeah, yeah I can't believe Babs Just did that on camera But, anyway yeah. This guy There was another brother Yeah Who uh, And just for those of you who Again, just to give you an insight Into Our childhood And what we were like Growing up uh, Babs was single-handedly responsible for many of us getting into lots of fights. Oh yeah, because he was known as Baby Babs. He was the shortest, the most child-looking of all the brothers, and he'd get into confrontations and uh, and, and 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 you know just just into fights, and we'd have to go and settle these things with him involved, of course. <laughs> yeah, you'd be fully involved, but it was always a case: if I, I got <coughs> expelled from school first time <coughs> because of you. Oh yeah Because of Josie. Oh yeah Because oh, yeah. you had some yeah. beef With this Portuguese car Called Josie. Oh Jose. yeah It was something very silly Yeah and then we went And sorted him And then I got permanently expelled from school They let me back in And then there was a few Other little Then there was that one Do you remember Oh yeah Coming down yeah, the bridge Yeah coming down the bridge Those, those junkies yeah. yeah And then, then uh, there was a little thing That happened just around the road there I had to, have to leave work And we clouted them Do you remember Um. Oh yeah
2: yeah. In the takeaway Oh yeah That's the one
0: I was talking about Around down the bridge Yeah But there was another one Wasn't it well, uh, One that was more Closer to home Closer to home yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, He was a Muslim Yes he was And he was a local brother mm-hmm. And you had some Confrontation with him Yeah uh, And as I mentioned you, the, I've used and listened To understand that Babs was little Babs He was He was physically Smaller than a lot of us uh, So therefore There was even Amongst us A sense of We need to protect Little Babs As mm-hmm. well Yeah mm-hmm. Oh God! Then there was the one when me and you were riding bikes in Ramadan once. Right. Them Indian guys, do you remember? He yeah. said, "Get off the, get off the bike lane," and then we went stuck on them at the yard in Ramadan. Do you remember? Yeah. Me and you were riding a bike, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Get off the bike, get, get onto the bike lane." Oh, do you remember? Yeah, you know, it's coming yeah, back yeah, to yeah. me yeah. again. It was all you, yeah. So, so, <laughs> oh, you. so I'm just saying that. But this specific case, yeah, we did something wrong to the brother, really? right? Yeah. And. You know, it was without a shadow of a doubt something very wrong that we did mm. uh, at a time when we weren't on the deen. Mm. And you met him before you went to Hajjazor, didn't you? Of course, yeah. And how was that? Obviously, that must have been awkward. It was awkward. It was awkward to go and. Uh, not only did we wrong him, we wronged it, him in his house.
2: Yeah, yeah. Of course, it, it it wasn't a nice thing that we did. You know, obviously we weren't uh, thinking the way we think now. But um, obviously,
0: I went. Yeah, uh, things like that. <laughs> stuff? No, 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 unless you imagine was I don't think about that. Not even imagine I don't. I never. I'm not. I'm not a violent extremist I'm not even a non-violent extremist.
2: No, no. So, uh, how did you approach <laughs> the book? Well, obviously, uh, the thing is, I I see like that because he's from man. the local uh, local community. You know, I, I've been seeing him around. We did, and uh, we still do. We still do. Yeah, we've never seen eye to eye after it happened. Um but we never sought his forgiveness, did we? No, never. And uh, so, you know, I decided that, you know, this is one of the things that are on my list and I need to do it. So I plucked up the courage and,
0: and I just stopped him one day when I saw him on the street. I thought like, this is my opportunity, you know, let me stop him. Well, before you get were there any reservations? Were there was there anything telling you that oh man I ain't feeling this? Oh man, do I have to do this? Allow or things like that. Did that ever pass May, your mind? Those look, kind
2: of obviously, uh, you think to yourself, uh, "You did this thing for a reason." Because I was wronged. Yeah, I was wronged. Yeah, you were strangled, bruv. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But so yeah, go on. Um, I was wronged, so you know what? That doesn't make it right for me to wrong him, but we did anyway. But what happened is that, obviously, yeah, there was some thoughts going through my head, thinking, "Do you know what?" Uh, do I have to and it's kind of settled tip for Yeah, tack, yeah, tip that for tatt, yeah. You know, that, yeah. He wronged me, I wronged him. But then I th- then no. It wasn't equal wronging, was no, it? No. Yeah. You don't you don't do that. And and at the end of the day, do I want this person to be there on that day? You know. The when, when the when the accounts are settled, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. I didn't want that at all. So, you know, you try your best to settle everything you can in this world, you know. And how was he do you know what? Um He said something funny, didn't he? He did, he took it uh well he He never took it uh to, As well as the next brother. Yeah, but he he was still okay. So, so But he said something funny today. Okay. So as so soon as I saw him, I was like, listen my brother, I'm sorry for what happened. And he goes, Before you go any further, can I just ask you, have you gone on religious now? <laughs> I looked at him and I thought, <laughs> Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have, you're right, yeah. You know, I've I've changed, my mindset's changed, you know what, and I'm and I'm saying so I'm sorry. Then he, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, Did he forgive you? Yeah, he said, you know what? Uh, you are... Uh, it's okay, and you're forgiven. Uh, then he started going on like, you know, uh, uh, it's up to Allah and things like that. But at the end of the day, he said, it's okay. And when I see him now, I give him salam and he's okay about Alhamdulillah, it. Alhamdulillah.
0: <laughs> so, you know. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept... Everything from you, my brother And all those brothers and, and people that you may have wronged If they've forgiven you, may Allah accept their forgiveness and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, brother yeah. So you went off to Hajj yeah. So you are actually Haji Imraz Akhtar I am And yeah. uh, so Alhamdulillah, you know, your maqam is indeed increased uh, And you've got the title of a haji now, yeah mm-hmm. How was Hajj different to Umrah? Well,
2: Umrah is... Uh, It's just one of those, uh, it's basically nothing, it's it's nothing compared to Hajj, meaning the struggle. Umrah was a struggle for me a little bit because I'm not used to this, you know, heat, walking, uh, up and down, uh, hard floor, things like that, you know. Um, But uh, Hajj, Hajj was, uh, you know... uh, a bigger struggle, but, uh. Did you fight? Did you, did you struggle with it? A little bit. You know, when people talk and they say, oh, Hajj is gonna be hard, you know, uh, you know, the way they talk, like, you know, you've got so much walking to do and, I thought to myself, wow, you know, uh, I struggled a little bit, you know. Especially, the, you don't do any cardio. As, yeah, yeah, you, that's though, right. Yeah. <laughs> no cardio, <laughs> so yeah, I was bound to struggle a bit. But it, it was mainly just like uh, blisters on the feet and stuff like that and sore feet. Uh,
1: and toilets. Babs, uh, debunked it, yeah? Yeah. Hydrogen hard, yet. yeah? No, but, no, it's
2: not. No, but you said toilets, you struggle with Toilet, toilets. Toilet, obviously, uh, when you when you got to wait in them queues for, <laughs> for the toilets and obviously the... The hygiene level and stuff like that yeah you know it's not something that we're used to you know
0: yeah, yeah. but the actual ritual the actual days of hajj mm-hmm. uh did you feel that you're, you're you are truly fulfilling a, a major obligation of your religion yeah i mean uh, i um, the day of Arafat, Alhamdulillah, it, it rained
2: You know um, And that's not something that happens very often You know Yeah, my
0: mom and dad and, and, and a few of our judges judge They said, it's never rained like this Never, no And
2: especially just on the Arafat area You know what I mean mm. So, uh, again, this is like a, a sign from above To say that, you know You guys are You know, I've got someone Some people say, oh, there's a lot of special people out there that year You know As you said, how many scholars were out there?
0: Loads of scholars from the UK went out there. And they were saying that we have been to Hajj many times, but we've never seen rain like this in Arafah ever. Mm -hmm. We're talking about scholars that have been there 15, 20 times. I said, we've never seen uh, rain like this. And that this was a blessing. Yeah. uh, At a time
2: of soaring heat. So, yeah, it felt very special. You know, I'm here for this. And, you know, um, I'm a part of this. And on my Hajj... This is what happened. So, you know, uh, yeah, I felt very...
0: Upon completion, did you feel liberated? Did you feel like, you know, alhamdulillah, it's a major thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's one of the pillars and uh, it felt... Any financial regrets? Because I know that you saved up hard. You yeah, we hard. saved
2: up hard and financially, obviously, look, at the end of the day, if you've got the means and, uh, you know, you should go. Especially go when, you, go when you've got the... Uh, the strength and the energy to go you know so you know many people they they tend to go and uh, older age 50, 60 70 yeah and they think you know what we'll go uh you know we've still got
1: married off yeah
2: and this um, and that and once then we'll a grand,
1: grand, grand, yeah, yeah and
0: then we'll go so let me ask you for if you could give some advice to young muslims 18 to 35 18 to 40 year olds who want to go hajj they have an idea in their mind they they want to do hajj but like everyone else especially most the asians bengalis pakistanis indians they they we, we think we're going to end up going at 50 60 70 if you could give some advice to young muslims mm. who want to go hajj but want to will end up delaying it what would you say to them okay i, I would say to them that look if you're financially
2: ready it is best for you to go as soon as you can because you're going to uh, you know thinking you're thinking that okay uh, I'm gonna wait another year or two, or let's just give it a little bit of time. Uh, I've got things to clear this and that, but no, because you don't know what's around the corner. Anything can happen, you know. You're physically ready now. You're you're capable of going. You should go because you don't know what's around the corner.
0: Right, zachlochen bro. Look, most of this podcast has been about your journey to Islam or, or becoming uh, more practicing and your struggles and. Your experiences. I want to just take uh, this aspect of this part of the podcast to ask about how did you deal with your wife mourning as well? So, Mm -hmm. so, so as a husband Mm -hmm. who was also mourning, as a father who was also mourning, uh, also at the same time turning to the deen, how was it being there for your wife? Like, there must have been challenges there as well and difficulties there as well, because a mother mourning. Is sometimes completely different to a father mourning. This yeah. is a child that she gave birth to, and yeah, she yeah. she looked after, and, and and it was a part of her. Uh, so yeah. tell me a bit about. Yeah, I mean, it, like you
2: said, you said uh, a mother mourning is sometimes more than a father. Well, it, it's a hundred times more. It, it, it's not sometimes; it is more, because the mother has a different bond with the child. You know, like you said, she's given birth, she's had the child for nine it's a part months. Of her. Yeah, that's right. And it was hard, you know, because, uh, yeah, I I was broken, but she was broken a lot more. Do you understand? Uh, and it took uh, her a lot longer to come to terms with this than me. Um, obviously, you, you got to support her as much as you can. You know, you got to be there, and you got to give comforting words. You know, such as, uh, you know, intercession of the child. And how 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 our beloved uh, prophets had uh, been through this same situation, mm. and how um, you know the the we are just being put through these tests. You know mm. these kind of words. These
0: you know. Um, did those reminders help your wife as well? Of course they helped The help same her. reminders that were yeah. given to you Same
2: reminders given to me, you know I would I would say to her is the same thing Because they helped me a lot mm. So obviously they did help her as well But um, it took
0: her longer too It
2: took her longer, yeah It took her a lot longer Because obviously like I said A mother's bond with a child is, is, is something else uh,
0: And did you feel that as your wife was mourning as well mm-hmm. Did you feel that? So so you said yourself that obviously it took her longer to kind of eventually get over the mourning period. Mm-hmm. So if you, if your mourning period, look, look I, I, I also don't want to break it down systematically. Like, oh, this was the period we stopped mourning and we got on with life. Mm-hmm. Bro, I appreciate that. Akif, and we speak about him. He's in your thoughts every day. I know this, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of a period where you kind of realize that, look, he's gone. We need to move on. We need to make preparations for other things that we want to fulfill in life. Did you come to that realization before she did? Yeah, I did. So so from that, so that difference, so that period where you had kind of acknowledged, accepted, realized, moved on from a morning point of view, but she was still there. Was it difficult?
2: Yeah, it was difficult because um, obviously she still... She's still like thinking of it and crying. Yeah, crying. You know, she there would be nights where you know she'd cry all night, and she'd cry a lot more. And obviously, it felt as if like you know what? Now I realize that the mother's bond is more because look how I, I've I'm I'm a lot stronger. You know, I've I've overcome this uh, test. uh, Meaning, because it changed me. You know, Mm. Uh, obviously. She was practicing already, you know, and it was more of a test for me. Let's just say, you know, uh, the way I seen it, and uh, so I, I saw it as, uh, you know, when I when I thought about all the things that had been said from, you know, friends and even even videos watching on YouTube from all the scholars and and things like that. They helped me a lot to you know get hold of myself, yeah. to grip grip hold of myself, and.
0: Obviously, with her, it, it was took a lot longer. You know? And, you know, <clears throat> I know this is a crazy question I'm about to ask you, bro. Because, again, for non-Muslims, if you were to ask these things, it would be difficult for them to comprehend it. You know how you said the death of Akif was uh, it was a blessing in disguise in terms of you fixing up and mm-hmm. you turning to the deen. Would you say him passing made your marriage stronger? Um
2: you could say so, yeah, because obviously, if you're not on the deen, your marriage is not really going to be as strong as it will be if you are on the deen.
0: Yeah, of course. In the absence of deen, yeah, you may think your marriage is strong, yeah. But the, if the deen isn't the bond, then, yeah. then it is somewhat spiritually weak, at least, of yeah? course. Yeah. So, from that point of view, it made it stronger, of course. Yes, it did, yeah. Zui, let me ask you something, yeah. um, mashallah. Congratulations, you know, you've just become a father as well. Alhamdulillah. Uh, Abu Umar. Mm-hmm. Um, how bro? would you, how would you think? How, uh, you know, you lived, we lived through what happened with Babs, we were there. How would you even imagine it? Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, traumatic, like, would it have a massive impact?
1: I, I would be, I would be distraught. Yeah, I'd be, yeah, I don't know. I've become a father recently and all I think about is my daughter. When I'm at work, when I'm commuting, just I just have her face imprinted in my brain and I, and I just can't wait to see her every time. So if, <clears throat> so if that was taken away from me, I would be broken. Yeah, I, I can't put it any different to how Babs has said. I will be broken. And, um, and it would be interesting actually because... Interesting in that, if I was ever tested with something like that, how would I cope? I don't know. That, that, that's when boys become men, and that, that's when That's when you, that's mm. when you show out what kind your blood is.
0: Look, I, I've got respect for that. But just. You've got the food's ready in the microwave. No, no, that's my message because it's connected to the Mac. Is it? So, you know, you said you think about Baby Omar like constantly, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in your list of things that you think about, where does the podcast come?
1: Um, it's mm-hmm. not on the list, bro. So <laughs> you know I was uh, So yeah Moving on like chance straight up So I was, I was asking One of my colleagues Yeah um, I'm hurt But just carry on Yeah I, heard you'd get up. I was asking One of my colleagues um, and, I, and I asked On the low It's a woman I spoke to a woman It's okay and, um, At work Yeah at work Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was not work related So I don't know I'm in questionable. But, um, but I said I'll go look I'll go uh, I'll go so and so I'll go look and I'll ask you something yeah. Obviously they were very very excited with you know with with, my, with the baby coming and stuff like that I pulled her aside and I said um, I've been having this thought that's been going through my head constantly I want you to tell me whether I'm losing it or whether it's normal she said what's that I said I always I keep thinking that my daughter's going to die yeah. every day that she's going to die she's going to die like this she's going to die like this she's going to die like this
0: she's like that's normal you're not Muslim
1: yeah I was non not Muslim because that's normal Are you sure? She goes, if it happens too much and you start losing sleep, you can't rest, you can't eat, then that's not normal and you you should get support for that. But it's normal to think that, to think about your baby dying in the sense of like parenting. Okay. Is this, are we doing this right? we doing that right? Is she safe? I'm not, I can't see her or him. Um, uh, What what if this happens? What if they fall? What if they sleep downstairs? She said it's quite normal when you become a new parent for the first time. To be on edge about these things. Um, so, so for it to actually happen, if you would ask me
0: again, I can't the it would be dark. B, bringing the podcast to uh, <coughs> a close, <coughs> I know that Alhamdulillah, from someone who did not pray mm-hmm. to now leading the mandims in Salah, mashallah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah, you know, it's crazy sometimes when we think about it. And Babs is leading us in Salah. It's like, wow, this is actually happening. Mm. Alhamdulillah, it's beautiful, it is. Mm. Um, but you've been very busy as well. You try to keep yourself busy with certain activities. Yeah. You're know, learning Arabic, yeah. uh, going on tabligh. Yeah. Um, you know, looking to certain dhikr sessions yeah. and stuff like that. So you're you're kind of like now that now that certain things are established. <laughs> now that certain things are established or are in the process of becoming established, the fundamentals. Mm. Um, Tell me about your exposure with different groups, different jama's, because tablighi jamaat. Yeah. You've been on tabligh, yeah. Like that is uh, a, the wing of the Deobandi movement, uh, right? right. right. Uh, the Dhikr sessions in our local masjid is yeah. a local Barelvi masjid, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, some of the scholars that I know you listen to online are predominantly yeah. Salafi scholars, right? Mm-hmm. So one would say. That you're nicely dabbling with everything, right? Obviously, I know that, you know, me and you anyway, we're Hanafis in Salah and stuff like this. But you're kind of like, you know, you're just looking into different things at the moment, right? How do you make a decision? Mm -hmm. How do you make a decision as to this is right? This is something that doesn't seem right. I'm going to stay away from this. I'm going to be involved in this. I'm going to listen to this. Mm. Because on the way back from gym the other day, you said to me, well, you asked me, bruv, what's the difference between dear and brelvis? Do you remember you asked yeah. me? And, I asked, and, and then you, and, you, and then, Diyo, and then like Sufis and Salafis. And I said to you, look, it's Aqidah issues pertaining yeah. to Allah's attributes, yeah, yeah. where Allah is, uh, and, and whether you can uh, do istighata um, from dead people or alive people and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So right now, where you are in your deen right now, how are you making these decisions? Who to be involved with, who not to be involved with, get involved in this activity and not this activity.
2: Well, basically, you can't. Uh, obviously, when you're, when you're just, uh, let's just say, like, uh, kind of new to the, you know, the issues of Akida and everything, you got to go around and you got to look at, you know, everyone. You can't just uh, say right, everyone Yeah, you can't say, right, this is my group. I'm sticking with them. No, you got to look and you got to make your own decisions. You know, obviously, so I, I've been, I've been, you on know. On Yeah, I've been on Tabligh. Okay, that seems good. It's, it's, it doesn't seem nothing wrong with that. Do you find it spiritually enriching? Do you yeah, it, it was good. It was really good. Um, then, obviously, I've been to the Mefels, uh, not Mefels, uh, Zikr. Sorry. In uh, in the local mustards and stuff.
0: You've not been in any hadoukins, have you?
2: Well, I actually went to one of the hadoukin places and.
0: I. I always bigly coming
2: out and everything. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I went there and you know what? I, like I said, I'm I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. Check everything out. Okay, you know. So you've been
0: to a Hadouken session.
2: Yeah, but I didn't stay for long. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad. things. Uh, so that is that didn't sit right. No, before. it didn't. So I, 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 I you allowed that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got out of there. So the tablique you find spiritually enriching. Yeah. And you went to some methuls and some thicker sessions, which were which were decent. You went yeah. to obviously some Hadouken sessions, which weren't right.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but are you kind of just exploring the kind of different activities that are there to to strengthen your deen? Yeah, you know, obviously, we want to uh,
2: do what seems right. And mm. and obviously, you you can't rule out anyone, you understand? Unless it's something bait. Uh, obviously, yeah. You don't want to just, like, do one of those ones. Yeah. And
0: how's the Arabic coming along?
2: Arabic, alhamdulillah, it's good. Uh, you know, obviously... You want to know what you're reading in the Quran, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, tajweed obviously is, is a big thing, you know. How, how I explained before, like one little uh, mistake, could mistake, change mistake the yeah, could change
0: the meaning. So, <laughs> me and Babs recited to each other the other day, Alhamdulillah, we sat, absolutely. and even then when I was sat, I was like, I'm sitting here going through Surah Fatih and Al baqarah with Babs yeah. in a mosque. <laughs> and if someone said that to me a couple of five years ago, yeah, I'd be like, nah. You, you're mad, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Alhamdulillah, we did it. It felt quite sick. Yeah, you got to make the effort. You know, <laughs> that's good, man. It was. I'm being serious. Of course, man. Like, it was crazy. Like, like we were sat there. I don't know about you. I was sat there. I was thinking to myself, I'm sat here with but you. Know, that things change, man. That's it. So, so, but you're still on a, You're still on a journey, yeah. Of course. You're of still, course. you're still shopping around to see still, uh, who's I'm got st- what to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still about, man. I'm still. Yeah cruising cruising I mean. around yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And black friday deals
0: <laughs> yeah but what i'm gonna say was um you also even before practicing or became practicing you had some exposure to groups like ht and others oh well,
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah
0: because uncle babs was involved with some activism yeah, yeah bachelor, and yes. you had some uncles who were who'd identify as salafis yeah as well. so yeah. you you've had a fair amount of exposure to all the different groups that's and, right yeah. yeah yeah uh so yeah that's interesting babs before we close the podcast mm-hmm. Is there? Can you give some advice, mm-hmm. right, to Muslims who have lost children, who have lost brothers, who have lost parents, mm. who have lost husbands or wives, who have lost really lo- close loved ones, mm-hmm. and some advice to them in terms of a coping mechanism and how they how they could potentially overcome this period of mourning and use this opportunity to turn to the Deen? Could you mm. just briefly give some advice?
2: Well. I would like to say that you know when you are being uh, when you put through these kind of tests, it's a test for uh, a reason for you to come back to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Obviously, you' uh, something wasn't right in your life. You know, you 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 weren't doing the right things. It's happened for uh, a reason. Let's just say um, you for, for for in my case, for example. My son passed away. He was born on my birthday, which was something special for me. Uh, again, it's like a sign for me, you know, this is your son. He's born on your birthday. Again, we named him. Uh, he, was, he was named uh, uh, Akhil first, and he got ill. Then we thought, no, this, this meaning is like uh, it's like a lofty meaning. It was a king or something like that. And Then we thought, no, we changed his name. Change his name to Akif. Akif was the meaning uh, um, Is it
0: derivative It's linked to the word right? Like the word Itikaf That's right Has like Akif in it In and, it Yeah So
2: it was It was one of those One who Who worships Who who sits in the masjid And Again uh, Like I was saying to you earlier You know It was a sign for me And how crazy it was that uh, His name is that meaning Of Itikaf And 10 days And he passed away And he passed away in the last And, and them last 10 days You know In Ramadan. Uh, It's just one of those things, you know, it's just crazy. But anyway, getting back to what you said. So that there was a sign for me to say, wake up, what are you doing? You know, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives many signs to people, you know, earlier on in my life, uh, I had a car accident, you know, it was a close to death car accident, Mm. but I didn't change, you know, shrugged it off, just carried on in my life again. Mm. You know, these kind of things These signs happen for a reason You're not doing something right in your life You know mm. You haven't got that connection you got to remember about uh, Life Here is just a test And you're not here for long You know We're we here for You know Prophet said That's that the, the average lifespan is what 60 to 70 years mm. You know uh, we're, we're halfway through You understand uh, We don't know we can go tomorrow Are you ready? Are you Do you think you've done enough? To take with you you know on that day are you going to be thinking you know what I've, I've got enough there mate yeah you know I mean but no no one's really ready you know you yeah. you know that what I've been doing is a lot worse you know I haven't been doing enough good deeds yeah especially if you're not praying you know you haven't been fulfilling your the the, the five pillars you know, mm. understand you haven't been doing the right things so I these things happen for a reason. You need to wake up and, and, and see, you know, why has this happened to me? What was I doing wrong? You know, I wasn't on the right path, was I? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts those who He loves through these tests mm. just to bring him, bring you closer back to Him. You know mm. what I mean? He only wants you... He only wants good for you, you know? As it says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, you know, does not want to punish you, mm. you know? So uh, always look into the deen and obviously when you when you someone passes away in your family you know ie children parents or whatever when they go to the other side you know inshallah they make it to Jannah but don't you also want to meet them there Mm -hmm. you know you should do these these kind of things are the things that you should think of you know I want to go and I want to see my relatives you know Mm -hmm. in Jannah we want to be living together there Mm -hmm. so uh, I always say you know Make sure you can Try and
0: secure your Jannah You know Shall. Shallah Rabbi you know what time it is Yeah You know uh, With all our guests Yeah We We offer them A uh, barn Yeah Or a thumb wall uh, or an arm wrestle yeah. because You don't have the liberty Of those two choices Why not I can't see no pawn here no, we don't have no pawn here First and foremost This is, a, this is a stitch up bro. No it's not a stitch up Because yeah. Babs has tried pawn before That's the first thing He's yeah. tried pawn before I don't Number know, two that. You have You tried at I my house Yeah Secondly we can't have a thumb wall Like how are you going to live with yourself That means you'll be a gym partner If you want to do a thumb wall with him. What kind of baguette is that bro Why it. not Because can't It's nonsense So we're going to have an arm wrestle Oh if you're wearing God. pink camouflage
1: socks, why are you not going to do a thumble?
0: No, we did, Friday's usually our arms day, I know Bats must have done some arms workout secretly Oh, stop. brother uh, <laughs> I haven't been to the Do you know I've been in Okay, so should we just get this arm wrestle out of the way bruv? If you want to do it, let's do it Okay yeah. fine, I'm challenging you to an arm wrestle, are you saying no to me? No I'm not Okay then let's do it then Let's uh, yeah. so we do the countdown B
1: <laughs> You're happy with your grip yeah? Yeah I'm happy yeah. you happy? 3, two, one.
0: What are you going to do then? Are you going to go for it? Are you going to go for it? I know what you're doing. You're trying to reserve your energy. Oh, yeah. of I'm not trying anymore. You're going to have to go for it. <laughs> you're going to have to go for it. This is brilliant. This is going to be a sick podcast for hours long it. now. Watch it, watch
1: it. Close.
0: <laughs> Gone. Is oh, it
1: tight there? Listen, watch the shoulders. Yeah, watch the shoulders.
0: Oh. <laughs> that was sick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> enjoyed that, brothers okay, sisters. And that's it all for today's podcast. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners uh, from North America, subscribe to the Mad Mom Looks. For those of you who don't like watching YouTube videos, you can find us on all the podcast platforms Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, all on the Mad Mom Looks. For UK and beyond, subscribe to the Five Pillars channel. And that is all for today. Asalaamu Alaikum. Wa wa
1: Sound like brothers and sisters, until next time Flag right. Burber's podcast five pillars of mad monolith production.